beginning. Welcome to the Grief Dreams podcast. My name is Sean Ram, and alongside some of my two favorite people in the world, we have our co-host Joshua Black and our guest co-host uh, Jay Carling Black. Welcome, both of you. Nice, nice to talk to you guys again. Good morning. <laughs> How are you doing, Sean? <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, it's you know it's good to be back. It's good to be back talking to you guys. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, we're back doing it again. And, uh, you know, I think this is a pretty cool episode we're going to have because we're just pretty much going to talk about the crazy year we've had. I know we've all had an amazing year, uh, really fast, kind of blew by us. But, you know, we're able to do a lot of stuff in our personal lives and also uh, put out some great episodes and really learn a lot from this podcast. For sure. And I'm happy to have you back, too. And I'm just excited to to be here for this update episode. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, Sean is back. It's amazing. It has a different feel when the the boy Wonder comes back. The prodigal son, as I like to call him, the one who started this yeah. journey. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, let's let's clarify. I was I was still in the background doing stuff. It's not like I ran away, but uh, you know, I wasn't wasn't able to be there in person doing um, kind of live interviews with Joshua Black or or Jade when they were doing it but um yeah i've been listening in and i'm just super happy and really proud of the last few episodes that uh you know the team has done whether it's you know jade or joshua or you know we've had guest spots with darwin Dave, and uh it's been a real pleasure actually to kind of listen to them and seeing the growth of the team seeing that just the interviews are so compelling you know you have uh we have a lot of really cool guests on lately um you know just top my off the top of my head, uh, Rabbi Steve Leader was a really uh, amazing interview. Steve Morrison, um, you know, a uh, lot of different amazing individuals. So really happy to listen to those. Um, hope hope you guys had as much fun doing them as I did listening to them. Absolutely, absolutely, some really cool guests and and you know, I, as much as I missed you, I enjoyed having the extra you know, airtime. It was really fun. And uh, yeah, we had, I totally agree. We had some great episodes. Brian Lehman was one of my favorites too. I really enjoyed that one. Well, and the uh, Anna Seawold one. Oh yeah, she was, was good really too. Good that too. was yeah. amazing. You were able to be a part of that. Yeah, it was amazing. The, the guests we had on and the stories and they all had dreams, which is amazing to sort of hear about. And yeah, Sean, is it weird like not knowing? Because usually you're a part of it and you you do the episode, then you edit it. Like, is it weird not knowing what you're going to edit? Like, is it exciting for you to like get that? It, that's a good question. It's definitely different because, you know, like you said, I usually we do the interviews and I and obviously I'm listening to it as we do the interviews. And then later on, I'll edit them. So I'll listen to them a second time. So it's not as you know compelling to hear it the second time. But uh, with these ones, like, I get to hear them as I get to hear them for the first time as I get to edit them. So that was like an interesting experience. And, you know, again, like the episodes just get, keep getting better and better. So you know, I, I had a lot of fun and I learned a lot. And again, you, you guys mentioned Anna Seawald, uh, Seawald. And that was another one that was just uh, really emotional, powerful. Um, she had a really compelling, amazing story, you know, a family from Armenia and earthquake and, and what happened there with the tragedy. But, you know, when, when you listen to these stories, you really get into the person's head and, uh, you know, that time flies by very quickly. So, yeah, it, it was a different experience. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just moving forward. I'm just really excited about uh, the work that we're all doing on this. I'm loving how when the when the guests come on, they are like they're so open and they're raw. Like the Anna one was just so raw, and it you know as much as she didn't think I was you know I was showing emotion, I was by the way. <laughs> but like it, it gets did you. you. Yeah, I did cry a bit. Yeah, I did cry a little bit. You know, I'm all I'm I'm a man enough to say it. You know, and own up to that. But it yeah. was just like it touched your heart in such a way because just how open she was, and and I love and a lot of her guests have that feel to it where they're just open and they're telling you from their heart what happened and and how they're feeling. And I think that's just amazing that we have like this podcast that people feel comfortable enough to share a part of their lives, a very intimate part of who they are. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. I think, uh, you know, listening to different types of interview shows and whatnot, we've all heard them, but I think this is a little bit different because 
we're talking about something that's so near and dear to the guests, you know, their individual loss. I think it opens up a different, um, maybe it, it cracks that kind of uh, initial shield, if you will, that people have. Because, again, people don't know us. They're doing interviews with us. It sometimes might be hard to kind of get to know the real authentic version of that person. But these topics that we talk about, these questions and these stories of loss, like the person, you know, just they just end up uh, opening up because they're talking about their loss. And, and you see that and you hear about, hear it. And you hear the emotion, you hear the stories. And again, that, that's what's, uh, what's great. And you guys do a great job doing that. You guys are genuine yourself and authentic yourself. So then the guest feels comfortable to be authentic and genuine. Absolutely. No, I think that, and I mean, it's hard to have a candid conversation like that and not feel everything. Like with when I was, you know, when we were on with Anna or whatever, I was, that was heart wrenching for me, like hearing her story and just really connecting with everything and putting myself in, in her shoes. And it was like, like for me, it was impossible not to feel. I was so moved by her and, and um, I mean, I'm moved by everybody that, you know, can honestly share their story and stuff, but her in particular, I just, uh, I just really felt for her, and and she was so brave and all that. So it was just so good. Yeah, and I love too with Darwin Dave coming on last minute a couple times to be able to be a part of that and to show his skill. And he asked some, especially that Shelby episode we did. He asked some amazing questions that I was like, oh, I never would have asked that. And so it's just like every one of us has our own sort of perspective on loss and on what environment we provide. And that was like another good one too. And so a little shout out to Darwin Dave. And I know he's going to be starting to interview other people in the new year. And that's really exciting to see that his you know platform's changing and he'll be able to sort of talk about this subject in a little bit more detail with other people. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. So let's get into what happened this year. Let's talk about this past year that we've all lived and been a part of. And uh, what are some... What are some takeaways that you guys have or some things that you're grateful for podcast related from 2017? Hmm, I'll start. I just, um, podcast related. I'm just, I'm really grateful to see our progression as a team and our, the opportunity that we've had to just take something we're all passionate about. And, you know, it's our little creative, our creative baby. So to take that and to, nurture it and work on it and, you know, give each other feedback and, and support each other through this journey. And I think we've just come so far. So having that opportunity and working through all that has been, has been really, really cool for me. Healing in a lot of ways. And I think it's just important to, to, to have a hobby or something you're, you know, passionate about um, as an outlet, uh, a healthy outlet, and to at the same time inspire people and have them inspire you. I think I'm most grateful for that and then just having you know the community and finding really deep profound connection in in an unlikely place or a place that we might not have been uh, you know have an awareness about so when we're talking about grief and we're we have all these ways that we can relate to each other and I think that's really important and so allowing people that space and and them allowing us that space and has been has been really really fun and amazing. Yeah, it's it's interesting looking back because I remember when we first did the episode one, Sean, in your bedroom, <laughs> and we passed the mic back and forth, not really knowing what we were doing, but we had this sort of passion. And I'll also mention at that time I was very I haven't I didn't do a lot of public interviews or radio or <clears> podcast <throat> interviews. So I was very self-conscious about what would I sound like and would I be good? And it's funny, I actually recently went back and listened to the first episode and I've changed so much just by listening to how I said stuff, how I presented the material and just the overall confidence of myself. And I think, you know, that's huge. Who would have thought doing a podcast would increase your self-confidence of being able to speak in front of others and speak on the radio and other podcasts and stuff? So you know, that was a great gift that I didn't have any idea coming. So, you know, thanks, Sean, for really, you know, putting this out there and saying, let's do this and let's do this well. Because, you know, the first 10 or whatever was, uh, you know, um, we're trying to figure out the sound <laughs> and all sorts of other stuff for the flow. And but I think now, like, we have that. Yeah. And then we also have a great team. And that's something I never expected either. You know, like as much as it was like, you know, you and me, Sean, it was just like I never valued the team aspect until we start getting forward. I think probably the first 
maybe 15, 20 episodes. I'm like, man, this is amazing to have this sort of this thing, this this thing that we do together, like you and me, and then also bring other people in like Darwin and and Jade. And then and the other big thing, too, is a lot of the guests we have, you know, we're really like I've made friends like through interviewing people. And I think that was surprising. Like first, mm-hmm. it was just like we're going to interview people. Right. We don't really think what we're doing, but we actually made some really you know close friends just by doing this. And you're just like, wow the people that we can reach not only to sort of give them a voice on the podcast, but also to remain connected maybe through hopefully for our entire life. It's just an amazing thing that, you know, that stems from a podcast. Yeah, I, I totally agree. The uh, abundance of uh, positive stuff that's come from it is uh, really incredible. And, and I agree. I, I didn't think any of those, a lot of those things would have came about, you know, you're talking about episode one and uh, it's, I, I listened to it recently as well, like last week. And it's funny, there's a lot, there's things that are so different with that podcast, with that episode, but there's a lot of things that are very, like, still the same. Like, I think the core message is still the same because in that podcast, you talk about, you know, we talk about our goals and what we want out of this, and it's the same. It's the same as to spread the word, you talk about grief, get people more comfortable around it. And the journey, you know, we hammered it down in episode one and it's still the same. A lot of the other stuff has changed. And it's funny looking back at, you know, yeah, doing it in the bedroom, just kind of off the cusp. And we just kind of, yeah, let's do it. And then we just did it. And, you know, you thought podcast would be a great idea. We, you know, I wanted to do it and it just came about. And we never even thought that we would be here now. You know, I don't, I didn't think I would think, you know, I, I didn't really think it through and I don't think you did either. But, Another key factor, I think, is the team environment. Like you guys said, like, I don't think I, I could do this with anybody else. I really don't. Like, the, the way that the personalities have matched and kind of uh, come together, um, I, we, I, I feel so comfortable. I think you guys feel, feel great as well. You know, we've never had arguments. We've never had fights. Um, you know, any, no, we haven't really had any, like, major creative differences. I think... We, we all kind of fall into the same page and we're willing to kind of bend and compromise where we want to and see fit. But at the end of the day, you know, the goal is always the most important thing. And I think we all have that in, in common. So that's another thing that's been great in this last 2000, 2017 uh, is kind of that team aspect. And also, again, like you guys said, the guests, I didn't, I didn't realize, or I didn't really, obviously we, we didn't really plan things out in the beginning, but, the ability, you know, to kind of have everybody do certain things, the ability to attract guests, the ability to have people contact us for interviews, that's been a great abundance, you know, and the hard work that, you know, Jade, you're doing and Joshua, you're doing to bring on amazing guests. That's another like, wow, I I just, you can't believe it. You sit there and you look at some of the lists of episodes that we've done. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm very proud of each and every one. And that's something I'm just taking into the new year. So very happy with all that. Yeah, me too. I I really I really agree with that. I'm super proud of the work we've done, and I'm proud of each and every guest too that we've had. And um, like I was saying, to have something that's that's your passion that you're that you're super proud of, you know, and and it doesn't seem like a chore, like it's truly a labor of love. So love to keep it going is just it's it's an amazing feeling, and we know that. You know, you were saying that we don't have a lot of disagreements. I think because our we're all in agreement about the core and the reason why we're doing this. And so it's mm-hmm. like if your your heart is at the center of it, then it's like everything else is kind of just not as important. Like as, as long as we're all you know sticking to the mission statement, which is allowing people a, a really safe place to talk about their grief and their dreams, and all things related, and their life in general, after that, it's like all the, all the logistics stuff, it's, it'll get worked out. So I think as long as we remain in that space moving forward, then, you know, we're going to keep going, and we're going to keep producing some really amazing episodes. It's funny, because I was thinking about this episode today, and I was getting excited. And it's funny, every episode that I'm a part of, I actually get really excited for still. And I don't think that's ever going to go away. And that's that that love, just being able to talk to someone and, and hear their story and do this. And then also like people are listening, which is even more amazing that people are actually finding how we're doing this is 
you know a positive thing and they want to listen which is it feels like we're doing something right uh, for them too and sean i want to sort of you know like we get excited for different episodes and i wonder if you could speak on meeting or being able to speak to one of your role models justin wren Um, because i remember mentioning like we used to before the podcast we used to talk about you you brought him his name up a couple times when we used to watch ufc i wonder if you could like talk about that experience yeah for sure um (laughs) well we we had a lot of conversations about guests that we'd like to have on dream guests and you know what's great working with with uh you joshua black and jade is you know jade you're the same person as well in in this uh sense of the term uh, of what you think but you know you guys have this philosophy of just put it out there you know just you know believe in something put it out there and good things will come you know that's something i've kind of attracted from you guys and you know so when it comes down to getting guests justin uh ren was on my list because you know i'm very inspired by his story uh he's a mma fighter who ended up uh, leaving um fighting really and going to the Congo to help uh, work with uh, pygmy tribes to bring them water. They don't really have access to fresh water. So he builds wells with part of a larger group. And uh, yeah, so we reached out to him on Instagram and he responded back very quickly and said, Hey, I have these spots available for interviews. And uh, we got him on and, you know, I'm not really, uh, I don't get too, too nervous for the majority of the guests, but for this one um, and Joshua was going to test, he was right beside me. I was pretty nervous. I was pretty shaken up, pretty sweaty. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I depended on Joshua a lot in the first like 10, 15 minutes to kind of carry the interview. But I think once we settled in, it became a very special interview for me because not only, you know, did, did I finally get to talk to this person I inspired, but Justin Wren opened up a lot. And he, it, he was obviously very comfortable to tell us some very interesting stories about his life that really, I think made the podcast shine. So he brought a lot to the table and it was just a special moment. And uh, yeah, I eventually got over the nervousness, but um, hey, you know, that's another, that's a great thing about the podcast because, you know, each one does make me a bit nervous, but it's an amazing feeling really. Like you go through it, you're nervous, you have the adrenaline going. And then after you do the podcast, it's, I feel like, and I'm sure you guys feel this way. It's an amazing feeling. Like, it's like, you just ran some sort of marathon and, you know, it, you, all the endorphins <laughs> and you feel good. Like, you guys feel that way as well? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> let, yeah. let me ask you guys, what are some interviews for you guys that really kind of touch that, that, that adrenaline rush or feeling? I honestly feel that all the time, like no matter what. Yeah. Like, I can't think of an episode I, I left feeling like, okay that was whatever it was you know because i get something different from each each one and so Mm, totally yeah and i i never feel like uninspired going away like um i really like jen trussell her episode was amazing i was really inspired by her and the way that she so candidly spoke about death and dying and you know working in in the funeral industry and stuff and and her yoga experience and all that that was a really cool yeah, episode but absolutely. it's hard for me to single them out because every single one i've been on i'm like there's you know what i mean there it inspires me in a different way or but i'm always feeling positive i mean like the general feeling leaving it is always positive yeah i remember remember jay like you had that uh you were able to talk to Manolo, which was like an old friend of yours. And he opened up a yes. his loss and you had a dream about his brother. Like that was a special yes. experience to be a part of. That was a crazy experience because yeah, that then, was somebody I knew from super young. Like I was 14 when I, like that was like, you know, when I was in high school, like just starting high school when, when I met him and his, his brother, I probably even knew them a little bit be, like before then, but yeah, like to reconnect and, and have and have one of my old, you know, oldest friends on. That was that was a cool experience as well. So, and Sean, you knew him through another person too, right? Like, yeah, it, it was it, it's crazy how the world works, and you end up like connecting with people that you kind of, you know, you're from the same city and whatnot, and you find out that one of your close friends knew you know that group of friends, and you know, again, that, that was great to kind of be a part of that interview. Because, uh, you know, the emotion was just right there. You know, you listen to that interview. And if I went back and listened to it now, 
it would probably make me tear up. So, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that's special moments. Okay, let me rephrase it then. What was one, <laughs> give me like some interviews that maybe surprised you the most. Maybe that you thought it would go one way or you thought that the interview <laughs> would kind of follow a certain pattern, but went a different way. This is a hard one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a, I'd like your other question because I had an answer for that one. So to answer your past question, I think my favorite episodes are the ones where people get to do something they've never done before. So for you, Sean, it was like getting to talk to someone you really appreciate, like Justin Wren. For Darwin, it was that Shelby one. It was his first time interviewing someone on, you know, on our podcast. And then for Jay, mm-hmm. it's like for you to also do your first interview and what, just to see that and to see people grow like that. I love those moments, like probably the most because you see like that, that joy, right? That, that love of life that, you know, you didn't see prior. And so I think like those are my favorite things um, right. about, about those episodes specifically because the guests were great, right? Like all the guests have been really great, but it's always like there's certain moments in seeing my friends grow, you know, like that is just such a beautiful feeling that, you know, it was because of the podcast, you know, like, I'm like, wow. And it's amazing to just be able to be a part of that. Yes. And it, and it also gives you hope that, that anyone can, anyone can do this. No, <laughs> but like, well, they can, but um, it also gives you hope that you keep excelling and there's always room for growth. And, you know, I mean, who wouldn't get inspired to see their friends make progress? Of course, it's amazing. But to speak to, the surprising episode. Remember Jeanette Thompson? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, we, and she came on, and and I I went to high school with her son, and I don't know what I was expecting that episode to be, but like I couldn't tell you what my preconceived notion about it was going to be, but that episode surprised me, and her whole story and everything was, and obviously I, I didn't have anything like to go on or whatever, but just her whole experience with that and. It had a very, I, I really liked her. I really liked that episode. It was great. Just to say that was, that was episode 40. Um, I have the list in front of me. I'm cheating a little bit. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That one was a very interesting one, powerful one. You know, it's still very raw and emotional when someone talks about their children dying or stuff like that. And it, it you know, it gets to you. And um, to have, again, like her background as a spiritual grief counselor, um, and, and being in the industry, that uh, also kind of added an element of something special. And I think, uh, especially when that's their field, to, to then get them beyond the what they're used to kind of talking about and to then reconnect it back to their personal story. I think yeah. that, that made it special. Amazing. Um, I just, uh, I was going through the list real quick. Uh, a couple of the ones that surprised me in the, in the fact that I didn't really think not that I didn't think they would be good, but I think the person brought more. I, I didn't really know the people. I didn't know these people we were interviewing. And it's just, it brought so much more once they did their interviews. But one of them was uh, Katie Faust. And that was, uh, she was the rugby player from Brock University. And that was one that I think was uh, above and beyond my expectations of what a good interview uh, should go like. And the other one was uh, Tanya Joy. That was another oh, one that Antonio, I thought. Oh, yes. I, I yeah. love her. She's yeah, that amazing. that was a special one. Yeah, like it's it's interesting because like you're right. Like I got a half a list in front of me right now, and I'm looking at. It, I'm like, man, like every episode half had a list. Well, yeah, <laughs> long what? story. I uh, long yeah. story. Well, uh, maybe we'll talk about it later. But I got half okay. a list. <laughs> and I'm looking through this half a list, and I'm like, wow, like everything. Like, I can remember points of like different like in the each podcast i'm like oh that like that inspired me or helped me look at things a little differently yeah but i remember the th- i think the the one that caught me most off guard was justin wren and as much as we because we talked about his ufc stuff and you mentioned a little bit about his work and i'm like you know okay interesting you know it's good that he's doing some good work but to actually talk to him like to make it real it changed things and he then mentioned like his love of god which i didn't know and also his his own dreams that propelled him from God to then go to the Congo and then to return to fight in MMA. And it's just like, wow, like, and I I love as much as we talk about, you know, grief dreams a lot, 
I really love other dreams too. Like that lead people to different ways that are, you know, like they say, you know, God speaking to them or, or something. They had this dream that transformed them. I love those dreams so much. And so it got me into that sort of area of conversation, which we never really had a chance. I know Steve Morrison uh, that we talked about, he talked about God too in dreams. He had, I think, a precog mm -hmm. dream. And it's just, those are, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, it's some of those things that you know, I don't get to talk about a lot because it's really just about, you know, the grief dream aspect and the transform transformational power some of those dreams have, but there's other dreams that actually can change lives. Yeah, I don't think people would have known or, or know that aspect of his life. What actually made him go to Congo in the first place was a dream. It was like a, right? It was a vision or a dream that he had had yeah. to kind of touch base with the right people. And there was a calling. And I, I think a lot of people maybe in, who are in the, in the limelight, they kind of shy away from talking about that because they don't want to maybe sound a little bit, I don't know, woo-woo or off or... You know, they want, they want people to be, they want the validity of their story to shine rather than, you know, some people like to latch on to things like, oh, they had a dream and then they just went to the Congo. That's crazy. And like, so. I love that so, stuff um, because yeah, I feel like yeah. that's, that's what all the good stories are made out of. Like, yeah, I can understand that how people would shy away from that, but I'm like, dude, that's intuition. That's, that's being connected with something and having the courage to follow it. That's, that's amazing. Like in my eyes, when I'm looking at that, I'm like, woo, go. Like that's so exciting to me because there's not enough of that in the world now. Or people have those experiences, have those dreams, have those hunches. And then they're like, ah, this is going to seem kind of nut. I'm not going to really follow it. And they just kind of shove it down. But that's, those are the things that, you know, amazing stories are made of. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, even the listeners probably, I don't think even know, because I don't think we talked about it here, but my love of dreams prior to having a dream of my father. And I think that's probably key to even my story. And I don't really share it because it's just really, I think for most part, I don't have time because it's, it's a pretty long story. But the, the main version is that, you know, I had a dream that transformed my life prior to having a dream of my father. And it was because of that, um, that I started valuing dreams. And I'll, I'll give you, I guess I'll share it right here. And so like my whole journey in life, my mom and dad always, you know, put dreams down and they always said it was the devil or, you know, you shouldn't pay attention, like all that sort of stuff. So as a kid, I didn't have any, you know, like if I had a dream, I'm like scared because I think the devil's visiting me. And so it had this sort of negative sort of, you know, juju around it. So anyways, uh, I broke up or me and this girl broke up and the big thing was she cheated on me i got so devastated you know when you're when you think you're when you're head over heels for someone i guess they call it and you put so much of your life in someone's hands and then you know they cheat on you you, you know your heart gets broken and it's like i couldn't eat or sleep for three days and what then happened was i i prayed and at that time i wasn't you know i went to church and stuff with my mom but i wasn't really religious or spiritual in any way i just did to make them happy but what happened was I... <laughs> They're going to love this. They're going to love this. <laughs> yeah, That's if they listen story. to it. Keep going. Keep it's, going. Dreams of the devil. You went to church to <laughs> make an honest, This is an honest proceed. podcast. <laughs> okay, proceed. So, and then what happened, I said, you know what? I'm going to actually pray to this God uh, who they pray to because I was so devastated. It's like, what else can I do? I'm going to try this thing. And what I said was, you know, please, God, if you're out there, Please help me understand these feelings that I'm feeling because I've never felt this way before. I was so devastated. Oh my God. Like I was just, it was, I can't even explain it. And I've been there. So I, 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 I relate to you for sure. It's like at the bottom of the bottom almost, right? That's like, yes. yeah. Um, and so I then had a dream. And the crazy thing is, is not only that I had a dream, but I also knew what the dream meant, which I never, you know, I never believed in anything like that prior. And so the dream was, I was, I was running and by this water, this stream, I was going above like mountain or above hills and going under bridges. And it felt like a really long time, probably like hours of just running by this stream, like looking for something. And then the stream opened up into this ocean and I looked to my right and there was a pier and there's someone standing on it. So I ran over to the pier and there was this guy standing there and I, I frantically sort of talked to him. I said, where is it? Where is it? And he said, he looked at me like all stoically and he then pointed out to the ocean and said, it could be over there, point to the left, could be over there, point to the right, or it could be over there. And he pointed straight in the middle of the, the ocean. But then he like, he turned to me with this, like, kind of like, 
you know those smiles people give where they know something but they're not that yes. they're not, like not telling you you know like i know like, that smart. smile i know that smile yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, in fact i think you've given me that smile before but anyway. <laughs> this is where i got it from <laughs> um, and then so he he turned to me with this sort of kind of smile but the stoic sort of uh state and he said you know where it truly is and i said you know where and he pointed to his mind and then i shot up like a bolt of lightning like went through me and that was a moment so i said the interpretation i knew i knew that related to the pain i was feeling that question i asked and i also knew that i was feeling this pain because of my perspective and at that time i was blaming the girl for cheating on me, I was blaming the guy she cheated on with. But what I came to understand in that moment was it was actually a reflection of myself that I was feeling this way because I didn't love myself. And I put so much in her hands when it got ripped from me. And the best way to yeah. do that is through someone else being better, quote unquote, um, than you. It brings up all the stuff that was already inside me. And so the perspective changed to realize I didn't love myself. And so that was the first moment in my life I actually learned something like that and that made me love dreams and from there i started looking at my own dreams as a way to get advice i guess uh, about myself because uh, no one else around me really was telling me anything important in that sense so and i started you know like learning about all the different saints and jesus and stuff like that and so anyways that's that was the moment that it all started and that was in first year university so Throughout my whole life, didn't care about dreams, and if I, I was afraid of them, if anything. And then there's this one moment happened that says dreams may be more than what you think, and then, Jeez. which was crazy. And then, of course, at the end, you know, my dad dies, and I had this other dream that cha- transformed my grief. And it's just like, wow. And they had a similar feel to it too. And I think this is what I'm talking about. There's these different yeah. dreams that have like just a different feel. So, yeah. anyways, I'm glad we got to share that because it's something That's that so cool. Yeah, I don't get a chance to talk about much so amazed so powerful and it's like it sends your whole life on another it's just so wild like one night one innocent dream has the power to and and I know because I I know you so intimately that that changed the entire direction of your life and where you put your eggs like moving forward and everything it's like you'd be a completely different person if that never happened to you yeah, and never... it's given that that dream has inspired you and given you a lot of gifts yeah, I would never have actually, I think, done the work I have in this field of grief dreams if it wasn't for that dream, because that told me dreams are more than what people were saying they were. And so I think it was able for me to understand sort of, I guess, the dream world a little bit more, understand like the power it can have, and to have this sort of non-judgment kind of feel to it, because that dream taught me that I need to love myself. And that was the goal as I move forward. And because of that, I can provide a space now while I do talks and talk to people and even the way I research in its non-judgmental way. And without that, you know, this, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now. So it's just fascinating how like this, if I pick a moment in time, that would be like a big moment that changed the course of my life. Yeah, that's a great um, lesson as well. I think for me and I think anybody listening, because just to be open and available, I think, to the idea of dreams, because I think even myself, you know, we kind of dismiss them or, or shrug them off in, in the past and say, ah, it's just a dream, whatever. But I think uh, having the atten- setting the intention that, you know, you're open to, you know, learning in your dreams or remembering your dreams and just starting slowly and then just building on that can get you to a place where you can get a lot of meaning and, and light, uh, lessons from dreams. And, and I think... Uh, you know, that's something that I look forward to in the future with the more practice that I do trying to remember my dreams and, and writing them down and stuff like that is that I can get that. Funny you mentioned that um, going back to what you're saying about that first dream you had had, uh, you had actually shared that with me over, uh, we had sent each other messages on Facebook because there was a period uh, during high school where we stopped kind of, you know, we went to different schools, we fell apart, we didn't really talk to each other. And you sent me I think we, I started communication with you, I think that first year of university and you said, you said something to me about those dreams. And at that time I was half of me thought, wow, this, you know, this guy's pretty crazy. You know, we we just reconnected on Facebook and now he's telling me about some crazy dreams that he's having. And I don't know who this guy thinks he is. Does he think he (laughs) thinks he's Joseph from the Bible and he's like coming up with all these like crazy analogies or you know, this guy's super interesting. There's something here. 
And I don't think <laughs> he's either crazy or he's interesting. Yeah. It's like a lottery. Which one will it wind up to be? Yeah, and if he if he didn't if Josh didn't pique my interest with that comment, if it wasn't so off color, I don't think I would have reconnected again with him. I don't think we would have started the ball rolling of being friends again and then, you know, I think everything connects. <laughs> I think me being interested in, oh man, what is this guy talking about? He's talking about dreams. This is very interesting. And because you were obviously doing your schooling towards it, I felt even better because you, you weren't just some random person talking about dreams. You were actually studying it. So I thought, okay, this is very interesting. Let's see where this leads us. Let's see what he's about. Cause, you know, and, then you, and then we talked and you know, we reconnected and you know, the rest is history. But yeah, I remember that, that uh, those visions you were having or dreams. That's funny. I didn't know that. I didn't know that like that's what piqued your interest. But yeah, like some people it does. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it brought you in because we have this podcast now and we have a good friendship. Yeah. <laughs> and like, um, I'm not crazy too. <laughs> yeah. Hey. On side of first, folks, I am not crazy. <laughs> I'm an interesting well, dude. Not, yeah, you're crazy in a different way, but uh, that's the way we like. So that's great. <laughs> All right, uh, Sean. I think this is a good time to, I think, uh, to to speak on our next episodes that 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 you're producing. Absolutely. Um, so really excited because uh, you know me, uh, me and Joshua Black were talking and we're brainstorming. We're always trying to come up with new ways to kind of do things. And you know, we thought, you know, we have got 53 episodes now, and I know a lot of our guests, you know, they've shared a lot of beautiful uh, dream sequences. They've shared dreams that they've had with their loved ones, and um, I know that, you know, they're very touching, and they're very, um, again, they're, they're important, they're beautiful, and we wanted to convey that and compress a lot of these dream sequences into one or two episodes to kind of give you guys uh, an idea and refresh your memories and kind of pick out the nice uh, juicy bits to kind of compress all and give you something beautiful to listen to over the next couple of weeks uh, over the, the holidays. And hopefully it comes out uh, great. I've listened to some of it. And uh, so far, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. You know, again, these are powerful dreams that people have had, real dreams, and people from all walks of life, which is uh, the beautiful part about it. And that's all, again, like, you know, this is kind of an appreciation because, again, we love the listeners. We love having you guys listen to us, and we really appreciate it. We're so grateful. You know, we have, like, you know, each episode getting all these hits and downloads, and, you know, that's that what makes us happy. You know, whether 10 people listen to it, whether 100, 200 people listen to it, there's a certain uh, bond, I think, in sharing these stories and communication and hopefully having you guys not just listen to them and appreciate them, but maybe reconnect it to your own love story. So, yeah, we're coming up with these uh, episodes. We're going to put a little music uh, to it. And I uh, hope you guys really enjoy it. Yeah, because when we were looking back at all the episodes, too, we, like I forgot how many dreams we actually had. I think there's over 30-some dreams that people have shared. So I'm actually really looking forward to seeing what you produce uh, with these two or one or two episodes, I'm not sure how many you're breaking it into, um, just to give a refresher too of the whole year that we've been apart and what people have shared in that aspect. Just to finish up with that, uh, we won't be able to obviously put on everybody's dream, but again, this is not a matter of like, there's some that are better than the others. They're all amazing in their own unique way. It's just a matter of uh, number one is which stories fit together and also uh audio quality and timing wise we, we, you know we didn't want to go as heavy on some of the earlier episodes because you know the audio is not as good but um in the end of the day you know i'm i'm happy and proud with each every podcast we did every guest that we've had and the honesty and beauty that everybody has shared has been amazing so uh, i hope this is just a reflection of all of them at once yeah i really enjoyed that yeah no it's it's amazing i think you really hit the nail on the head when you said like, you know, we want to sort of give back a little and, and remind people of, you know, uh, who's been on, but also to thank sort of all the people that do listen to these episodes. Cause you're right. Like that's amazing to see people share this, tell their friends and the downloads just, you know, go up and it's not like we want downloads, but it's just nice to see people are finding it valuable and they're sharing it. Cause we're not doing, we don't have any money in marketing or anything. It's just, you know, organically growing. And so I think this is a good time to mention the contest that we're actually going to be having, um, which I'm really excited for. And so Jade, this is actually has to do with uh, Jade. Can you remind people what you do? 
I'm a, a life skills coach, so I just work with people from all walks of life that have different struggles or, or kind of, you know, things they want to work through, and that that can range any anywhere from some of my clients have like a fear of public speaking or they want to lose weight or they're in a relationship that they feel is less than ideal. So it kind of manifests in all different forms, but people come to me then that want to work through an aspect of their life or feel like they want they need an upgrade, so to speak. Um, and so I just I work with people to to empower them to make decisions that they feel good about and help them gain tools that they need in order to navigate their life more um, effectively. I guess I'll say. Yeah, and I think too, like I I try anyone who comes to me with like negative grief dreams and stuff i or just grief issues i send them to you too because i know like you're really good at what you do and i should Thank also you. mention too i wouldn't be where i am without you because you really helped me um and i'm glad i don't have to pay you because <laughs> i probably already <laughs> a couple mil by now um but just like being able to like you know talk me down from the ledge per se like get my get my feet back on the path to understanding what the real issue is as i move forward because i found yeah. along the way that, you know, the mind tricks you so easily that, you know, it tells you that this is the problem, but really it's something else. And so you never actually deal with the underlying issue. And you're always very helpful no. to get me there. Thank so you. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I, um, I appreciate that. I do my, I do my best to, to inspire you to, to stay, on, stay on the right track. And I think, I mean, we all need help, you know, getting picked up and, and put back on, on the right path and, and to focus on, what truly matters because a lot of us do get you know distracted or exactly like you said the mind's really good at making us believe that it's this problem when in fact it's kind of like a magic trick your mind's like over here and truly it's way in the other direction so i think just helping people grasp that is is amazing and to see like you know light bulbs go off and people feel inspired and feel like they have a better understanding of their thoughts and their emotions and and all that is super rewarding and I like to have that in my life so I hope that that everyone that I come into contact with you know feels that too because I want people to be happy and thriving of course yeah and um you know it's something about talking to somebody else about your what's going on in your life the challenges the problems especially someone who you know Jade all your strengths are perfect for this job because, you know, this career, because that's, you know, you're an amazing listener, you know, you, you keep aligned with what that person's priorities and goals are, you know, you're compassionate, you're not going to steer them in a negative way. It's almost like having like a, you know, the GPS in your car, like, you know, you drive your car, you know, if you're trying to find your way from A to B, you know, you might get lost, but you turn on GPS and it's going to help, you know, realign you, help guide you back into, you know, that path that you were supposed to be on in the first place. Um, and that's the value of kind of what you do. And, and, and timing is great, too, because, you know, you know, we have the contest and the prizes, obviously, you know, some amazing coaching sessions with you that works in well with, you know, New Year's, New Year's resolutions and people wanting to change kind of aspects of their life. So, um, you know, hopefully people don't feel shy and they're really open and it's a very easy process. And again, you're such a calm, you know, you're a great person to kind of work with someone. You're not intimidating, you know, you're very receptive and supportive so i'm excited for that person to win because i think they're gonna thank you i i I really appreciate that and i think i think part of that too is being just so candid about my own struggles because i I wasn't always yeah um as confident and you know i write about all that and my own struggles so i think too just just putting the the humanity in in the whole thing and anybody who truly knows me knows i've been through some extensive traumas and stuff in my own life and have had to navigate all that with the help of my own support system and I wouldn't be where I am without them so I understand how important it is to have somebody to to really take take your mask off in front of and lay your cards on the table and say this is where I'm at so I know that whoever whoever ends up winning the package winning the contest I know that that in my heart that they'll that they'll be the right person and that they'll truly benefit from you know, the work that we're going to do together. Yeah. And so I know your struggles and stuff uh, can be found in your book, Quiet Mind, Open Heart. So if you are interested in Jade's life story, that's a great book to pick up over the winter break. 
And, you know, you guys keep talking about this contest, but what is it? What's going on? So, <laughs> <laughs> How do you enter and how do you win? What is the contest? You know, so, um, so, so the, this is this is basically, ahead, yeah, this is the contest. So uh, Jade will be giving away one free package and that's a value of around 500 bucks. So this is a huge package to actually do some real work in your life. And so what the package includes, it includes four one-on-one coaching sessions in person on Skype or via phone. And you also get four written reports. And Jade, if you want to talk about what a written report is. The report is kind of like some clients use it more as like a progress diary, but it's also in between the sessions. Um, I'll, I'll essentially just summarize what we talked about. And if there's any, I'm using air quotes, but homework kind of tasks for you to consider well while we're in like the waiting period between sessions, points for you to focus on, um, some of the things we talked about, where we're headed from point A to B and just uh, how we're going to move forward. And it's just kind of to keep everything fresh in your mind. And yeah, so it's kind of just like a, a summary of everything that we do discuss in the session and some highlights of that. Yeah, I think it's great Like when you go move forward to look back at where you've been and some of the concepts you've learned. Because you forget, right? You think, you know, like I think a lot of people, you move forward and you don't realize how far you moved. And there, right. I think those are like a, a beautiful statement to go back and say, oh, right. Like I remember I did this or said this. And so, yeah, so you have, uh, so that's the base of the contest. You can win this $500 package. I know Jade, you have like two other packages. So if you want to know what those are, go to her website and you can find her website at jadecarlincoaching.com. And so to enter, so uh, for this contest, all you need to do is email Jade at jadecarlincoaching at outlook.com and just tell her and explain to her your favorite Grief Dreams podcast episode and also what benefit this package will have on your life. And then so she'll read those and get those and she'll follow her heart and pick the one that speaks to her the most. And so this contest ends January 14th. So any submission if you have friends that may want to do that get them you know look listen to a couple podcast episodes so they can submit something to jade uh, for this new year uh, because you know i said like it's it's time for a change 2018 is time for the for a beautiful change and all of our lives and i know Absolutely. personally for me big change is coming in 2018 and i know for you guys too absolutely i have yeah. a very positive feeling about it and i just want um yeah, exactly what Josh said. If, you, if, if you're feeling inspired and you have some things you want to work through, things you want to talk about, yeah, I would just, I would just love to engage on a, on a, embark on a new journey with an individual who's looking for inspiration and to be supported. And um, I can't wait to see what kind of submissions are going to come in. Yeah, because it could be on grief or it could be on anything else. Uh, and Any, anything, yeah. yeah. Anything, yeah. yeah. I think that's the beauty of what you do. It really focuses on so much of our lives and the struggles that we go through. And just putting us back on track. So I think it's amazing. So thank you, Jade, for giving us away and being part of our team. And so that's January 14th. Again, is the deadline. We'll say midnight. And then uh, we won't announce who won just for confidentiality issues. But we will just un just know that we've selected someone. And you'll get an email response back from Jade telling you that you won. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, now we have the contest. I think that's amazing uh, for a whole year wrap up. And what we usually do at the end of these podcasts is we ask people what dream would they want to have if they could of their deceased loved one, which I love because people say some wild stuff. And we could talk another update episode on all the different, you know, like things people say. And it's funny because now looking back, I'm like, oh, those are really interesting. But all the people over, you know, 50 some people all had a different dream that they wanted to have and so for you guys since christmas is coming jingle 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 <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could have a dream uh with your deceased loved one in it so pick pick one person that uh has passed away and they're giving you a gift and you're unwrapping this gift what gift will you open up so if uh Jade, you want to go first, pick a sure. deceased, deceased loved one and also a gift that uh, you'd want to get in this dream. Okay. Well, this might seem uncanny, a little bit uncanny, unconventional gift, but it's important to me and I've, I have a desire in my heart for it. So the deceased person is my dad's mother. Her name was Anna. Anna Thiessen. God, she was 
such a beautiful, sweet, kind lady, and I miss her so much. But the gift that she would give me, and in my mind as I'm thinking about this, she lived in Niagara-on-the-Lake, which is a city in Niagara, Ontario, and beautiful house there and a beautiful garden. So the gift that she's giving me is a, a meal prepared by her from her garden. And there's beets in there and salad and, and all these different vegetables and things that she's you know, prepared with, with all this food that she's grown. So it would be kind of awkward to have wrapped up, but in, in my mind's eye, I see her presenting it to me with that you know, familiar smile on her face and uh, what I wouldn't give to, to enjoy one of those meals again. It reminds me of where Sean works, Chef's Plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out Chef Plate. If you got, I'm not going to do it. But you want this pre made, right? Great. <laughs> Did you want this pre made or you want to make it yourself? No, it's she's, oh, prepa- she's grown everything and she's she, she used to pick everything from her garden and she used to prepare it all. Oh, and then okay, we used to so go there and, and have house. lunch and. It's like some of the best memories of my life are, are eating in her backyard under this massive tree in the warm sun. And I remember like sitting there with my dad and she had a raspberry bush. So we would pick all the all the raspberries. She was just like, you know, the gardening queen. Her 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 garden was just immaculate with flowers and vegetables and everything. She grew everything. Wow. Do, uh, I have a question. Do you... Um eat certain things and then remember your grandmother absolutely Um, yeah like beets is like way up there because she would roast the beets and boil them and can't you know pickle and can them it's like beets every way you can imagine (laughs) so i always think of like forest gump like popcorn shrimp coconut shrimp but i think like with beets like you pickled beets roasted beets like all the different yeah. kind of beets because and maybe that's why i love beets so much i don't know i think those things are like gifts they're really beautiful things that we kind of take with us as humans like it reminds me of like even music like you know if you listen to a song that's a, you know that's a really popular song during your formative years and it becomes like kind of a soundtrack foods like that as well and like I always have like nostalgia moments where I'm eating something and it takes you back to kind of that place you know the smell of the food the taste of the food all the senses and I think it's one of those life gifts that where you can kind of sit and uh, you know, especially if it's a positive one just cherish that type of memory so Absolutely. it's really great that you have that with your um, grandmother so that's my gift that's my Christmas gift amazing wow that's Thank great. You. I like that. Right, and Sean. yours, guys? Sean, what's yours? Yeah, I was thinking about this. It's a tough one. Uh, it's a tough one because at the end of the day, you know, I don't, especially with my grandfather. So my grandfather died, uh, you know, three years ago, and um, he was he was older. He was around 90. So it was his time to go. And it was more, it wasn't really a sad uh, passing for me. It was, it was kind of like a solemn or like joyous one because I think, he was a very um, religious person and, uh, you know, it, it, he knew it was his time and I think everything kind of fell into place, but I miss him and, and he, you know, he was such an important figure in our family and in my life. And um, I think any gift would be more of just his presence. I know I'm kind of cheating. I'm not saying a specific gift, but um, I think being in a room with him, you know, having, you know, this just those moments and just looking each other in the eye and maybe having a mental conversation or even a physical conversation out loud and talking about things, you know, the gift, I, I love information and ideas. So the gift would be him maybe giving me some sort of ideas or, you know, uh, look into kind of how maybe the future is going to go or maybe advice. Yeah. Let's say that the gift would be conversation and some advice. That's interesting. So he hasn't, because usually gifts you unwrap. So I'm guessing he would be wrapped up under the tree. You open him up and there he is. With the <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <Hey. laughs> In a Santa suit? <laughs> hey, he, was a, he, was a, he had a good sense of humor. So uh, yeah, I'm sure he would have a good laugh if he was in a Santa suit. But um, <laughs> let's say, okay, how about it's a book. And it's a book and it's got some you know, beautiful things that my grandfather's put into that book and I unwrap it and I'm like, oh, great. Cool. 
like quotes from him yeah. or advice from him is in the book with like all the stuff. That's cool. Yeah, like what what heaven's like. I mean, like have, there's so many things, you know, that the afterlife heaven, whatever you want to call it. But like, there's so many things that like you know, I'd love to know and kind of feel. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of people feel the same way about their lost loved ones that they uh, feel positively about is that being in the same room with them is sometimes just enough. And that's something I've learned on the podcast because when, when you ask these questions to the guests, often a lot of people just say they just want to be there talking with their loved ones. So that's, that's really special uh, to hear that. And I feel the same way. Amazing. What about you, no, Joshua I think, Black? I, I think that's, I just want to make one point about the importance of just being with the, you know what I mean? Like none, none of our guests say, oh, I want my you know, lost loved one, and I want to be doing this big extravagant thing, and we're, you know what I mean? It's very, it's very simplistic, and it's very yeah. just, we're having a conversation, or sometimes we're not even talking, we're just looking at each other, or we're sitting on, on, the, on the beach just gazing out at the ocean. It's very, so that, that in itself is, is, that is the gift. So I think that's amazing. That's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, so for me, it would be my father, who's passed away. And the gift would be wrapped in newspaper, first of all, because he always used to save money and just take the local newspaper to wrap gifts. <laughs> okay, I like that, by the way. I, I always get the great. sports section, which is pretty sweet. It's <laughs> <laughs> like chips, but with the present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. And so I would open this gift and... I would actually have two things inside there. The first thing, because uh, you, you know, like you can open up a gift and there's like that tissue paper and stuff and sometimes it's multiple gifts. So the first I open up and there's a pack of hockey cards. And the reason for that, which makes me laugh because we used to always, when I was younger, collect hockey cards. And that was our, our, like one of the big things. Go to flea markets, collect hockey cards, right? Anyways, as we, as I aged, so I became, you know, once I went to, you know, like high school and university, my dad didn't really fully understand like how I've changed. And so one day, I think it was my birthday, he, uh, <laughs> he decided to get me a gift. And usually my mom buys a gift and puts the you know, names on it. But he wanted to get his own gift for me. And so he gave me like a couple packs of hockey cards. And at that time, I didn't care anything about hockey cards because <laughs> I wasn't seven anymore. <laughs> but it was just really funny because I'm like, wow, he still sees me as that kid, right? Like that child. And that's how he remembers me. So, you know, I took the hockey cards, of course, but it was just, I, but the other part of me is like, man, like I want something else. You know, I want some like, you know, some money or gift cards or something. I want to buy some jeans. Um, <laughs> I want the new, you know, Nirvana CD or something. You know, so <laughs> it's just like, it was really funny. Um, so that's why I would want the hockey cards because it really make me laugh um, because it had all those memories associated with it. And then if I, so I take that out and I look what else is in there and there's a new MacBook. And the reason why I would want that because it goes back to the last dream I've had of them. And that I shared on the podcast, uh, but I'll share it again. That So the last dream was my dad coming up to me asking me if there's anything, uh, anything you can do to help me. And I said, no, dad, it, it's okay. But, you know, in about a year, I'll need a new laptop. So it'd be kind of cool to bring that dream forward because it's been about a year. And, like, there's this laptop in the dream, which would be really cool. Uh, and then maybe inside the laptop, there's a bunch of files and secret files and stuff about, you know, life and, and whatnot. Um, so it's just secret like... Secret files? Remote. Yeah, you know, like oh, you open up turning into like an adventure movie or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like click your own adventure. And it's like you open up a file and it takes you to this, <laughs> this whole different world. No, okay, let's just simplify it. Just say laptop. <laughs> Nothing's on it. Just laptop. No, no, no. You, you hold true to those secret files because um, <laughs> yeah. the secret files and they'll be labeled the secret files. <laughs> okay, great. A little air of mystery there at the end of it. Yeah, episode. yeah. So that's what I would want, and it'd make me smile, and and uh, I think it's it'd give me a good start to the day. Very cool. All right. So thank you everyone yeah, for, for sharing. Yeah, that was that was actually really nice. And uh, is there anything you guys want to say before we wrap up? Yeah, me. I want to say um, I'm really happy we did this this update episode and. <laughs> Well, an episode can't go by without, I feel like I want to cry, but no, I just, um, I'm just really grateful for, for you guys and this journey that we've been on together and 
is very meaningful to me and um just I'm just happy to be a part of this and for all the listeners and the people who have opened their hearts to us I'm very grateful and I have a very good feeling about where we're going moving forward and so just I know we always sign off with love and gratitude but I just extra extra love and gratitude to both of you and everyone who everyone who listens to us Wow, that's yeah, that's a beautiful sentiment. Um, I echo it a lot. I echo a lot of that, and uh, you know, I couldn't do it with anybody else. I couldn't do it with any other team. I think uh, it's something special. And you know, to the listeners, um, thank you, thank you for listening and and supporting us. You know, uh, this is again something that we do um, because we love doing it. And you guys have been nothing but great. Um, I encourage the listeners to you know take the time in this holiday season to kind of think of your loved ones that have passed and, you know, honor their memories and, you know, listen to the episodes. And, you know, when you listen to the episodes, you know, I hope you're enjoying them. And uh, a part of you is thinking about your loved one as well. So I encourage that to everybody. And, you know, just again, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Joshua Black. And yeah, we're going to have some uh, great things coming up in the next year. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing, and it's amazing that we have this this place. And uh, Sean, I think you're right too. Like when it comes to because this is the the last episode uh, that we're all going to be together before Christmas. And for those listeners that um, have lost a loved one, yeah, honor them again and do something in honor of them. But also, you know, for people that maybe um, and your friends, if they've lost someone, do something to tell them that you remember that they have someone in your life in their life that is not there for this Christmas. And I think that means a lot. You know, I would love people to acknowledge um, that my father isn't around in some way. And they don't really, like there's no present that they give me. Um, I try to do that with others. And I think that's a really beautiful statement because you're telling people, you know, I, I haven't forgot about you. And I haven't forgot about the struggles you've been through in life. And it means a lot. It, even 20 years later, you know, it still means a lot to, the, to people to say I haven't forgot, you know, who's not in your life and what you're, you know, what you don't have. Yeah. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Yeah, right. Time's not a, you know, not always relative in this situation and you know, some someone might have had someone pass away 2, 3, 5, 10 years ago, you know, and who knows what that one simple word or simple statement can do for that person, you know, during this season. You know, some people it's a seasonal, the holidays bring out sometimes some raw emotions. And, you know, that's something I learned from, you know, Darwin. Um, he lost his father and Father's Day is always special for him. And it's always a very emotional time. And I'm sure the Christmas season, holiday season is uh, very uh, emotional for a lot of people. So, you know, just a simple word to someone uh, can probably mean a lot. So, you know, thank you uh, for mentioning that, Joshua. Yeah, well, I think we just forget because it's been a year or two and they're not bringing it up, so we don't bring it up. But I think it's, you know, especially on the holiday season, it's a great time to bring it up, like even in a card. And, you know, I know they would really appreciate that. And it can also bring up those emotions that they haven't felt in a long time, too, because people get so busy. So, yeah, if you can uh, do that as uh, some kind of goal this uh, this Christmas. And then also, uh, I think uh, for us, just wrapping up, there's a couple things that uh, we want to sort of uh, tell you guys about. So I actually have uh, upcoming talks, which is really exciting. So if you live in around the Niagara region, so in St. Catharines, Ontario, I'll be doing a free talk at Niagara Hospice on January 22nd. Uh, that's 7 to 9, and it's free, open to the public. And then uh, I'm really excited to actually be flying out to BC in January uh, to do a talk with actually Jade. So this is going to be in Chilliwack, BC, and it's going to be at the Chilliwack Cultural Center on January 27th. So if you are in BC or you know someone in BC, let them know. You know we're coming to town. At the <laughs> and we're going to be doing two talks. So one talk is going to be for just the general public, everyone who, anyone who's lost someone. And then the second part in the afternoon is going to be working. It's going to be more of a workshop. And we're going to be working with these dreams and getting to understand what these dreams can mean and help others understand um, if they have clients, you know, how, different ways you can work with these dreams to help them uh, as they move forward in their grief journey. So I'm really excited for that. And it's going to be our first talk uh, together, Jade. So I'm so you know thrilled to be able to do that. And I know you're going to be talking about a beautiful subject, love and grief. And I'm really, you know, just really excited to sort of hear what you have to say on that topic, because I know we've talked about it already. 
And it is a powerful thing that a lot of people don't really think about. And uh, so I, I really look forward to that. So just a shout out to that. Uh, other thing is the uh, just got new books uh, printed of Dreaming of Owl. So if you haven't, maybe you've listened to this podcast and you checked out the website, but there is a link on there for Dreaming of Owl book. And so it was, we're looking for a publisher for a while. Uh, nothing fell through. So what do you do? You keep moving forward. And so we published more. So this is our third printing of the book. And it's it's beautiful. And so if you haven't had a chance to look at it, uh, please do. And uh, I guess you could give you a little bio of the book. So the Dreaming of Owl story is about two foxes and their grief journey after the owl passes away. Orange Fox has a comforting dream of Mr. Owl, but Red Fox does not. And so it's a story of Red Fox's journey, learning that he doesn't need sort of this dream of Mr. Owl. So it's very beautiful. And I co-wrote it with uh, Deborah Stapleford. And she did the images through uh, finger painting, which just is amazing because when you look at the images, you're like, really? Like that's Those are only her fingers? And so if you like that book, if you check out that book, she also wrote something else called Remembering Owl. And that's what the, this book is based on. So this is going to be a series. And so this is the second book in the series. So that is out. So we're selling those for $15 plus shipping and handling. And you can just look at the website for more on that. And it's also, I want to say too, it's a great way if you have a child to talk about the, the topic of grief dreams in a, a nice simple story, because you can ask afterwards, have you ever had a dream of so-and-so? And they, you know, uh, research has shown 50% of children in one study that they have these dreams. And so some are positive, some aren't. And so it'd be good just to ask that question. All right. And so I think that is everything. And so we'll go with a regular sign off. So if you haven't, if you're new to this podcast, thank you for tuning in to the update episode and the contest episode. So get that stuff in contest January 14th. And, you know, feel free to share this wherever you want. And if you're new to this episode, please go back to prior episodes. Know like the first, I think what the first 10 sound quality, we're still trying out mics and different programs and everything. But uh, after that, the sound quality gets pretty good. Um, and so if you want to go over our website, it's griefdreams.ca for more information on the topic. If you have Facebook, you can join the Grief Dreams Facebook group. We have a ton of people in there. And if you want to share your dreams, I know uh, the holiday season triggers a lot of dreams for people. So if you get a, a dream of your loved one, please share it in the group. We'd love to sort of hear about that. Uh, you can also share what dream you'd want, what kind of gift you'd want that we sort of just talked about today. If you want to share that in the, uh, the group too, that'd be kind of cool. Also, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Grief Dreams. And the podcast can be found on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher, and many other podcasting platforms. And so, as Jade said, and as Sean always says, and as I'm going to say, with love and gratitude from us to you. introduced myself you have introduced yourself this is a very good conversation